0: Today is Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, and dun-dun-dun, John Durham is finally taking Hillary Clinton to court in the form of Clinton's corrupt lawyer who spread the Russia collusion conspiracy to the FBI. Prison, please. Project Veritas exposes twitter.com. Poll finds that Joe Biden is the most unpopular president in American history, and Dr. Fauci said he would quit His job, if Donald Trump won in 2024, that is a campaign slogan you can run on. No more Dr. Fauci. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.
1: Special counsel John Durham's investigation of the Trump-Russia probe starts today. The origins of that Russia hoax. A former Clinton campaign attorney, Michael Sussman, is accused of lying to the feds when he relayed alleged ties between Trump and Russia. Here's part of the indictment. Sussman's lie was material because, among other reasons, Sussman's false statement misled the FBI. And a text shows Sussman may have lied about his own ties to Hillary Clinton. It reads, I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of any client or company want to help the
0: Bureau. Yes, yes, we are finally here. Over the next one week, maybe two, John Durham will be bringing against... Michael Sussman, the evidence that he has accumulated over the course of many years. Everyone in the comment sections say, where is John Durham? What is happening? Why have we waited so long in such a tortured manner? to see finally some justice on the front of those who wish to collude and destroy American democracy at its root. And how and why would I say that? It sounds very hyperbolic. Doesn't the left say this all the time? You could play on repeat the reel and the clip of the left saying... It's a threat to democracy. It's a threat to democracy. This statue of Abraham Lincoln is a threat to democracy. My water bottle is a threat to democracy. Everything is a threat to democracy. My haircut is a threat to democracy. Like, it's so enraging. And the reason why they say that is because they indeed are the ones who are striking directly at the root of why we have a functional government. And that is the will of the people. And what they sought to do with the Russian dossier and with this entire Durham trial is to corrupt and erode the purpose for our democracy itself, which is representation of the people. The representative democracy itself says that we decide, we the people, the initial founding words of this place was we the people. And so by removing We, the people, by removing the ability for people to see and to assess for themselves whom they wish to lead them and then also to equally assess for themselves what type of people we wish to hold accountable, right? Because nobody wants to be led by a Russian stooge or somebody who is the puppet of Vladimir Putin. Nobody wants that. And so by muddying those waters and murkying those waters and removing the doubt that we had a free or fair election, and injecting the poison of their own misinformation and disinformation into Donald Trump's campaign victory in 2016, what you get, ladies and gentlemen, is the true threat to our nation, a nation that is not necessarily run by the people or the electorate, but run by by a few in a cabal who wish to lie to you, manipulate the news cycle, and create Fake narratives propped up by central intelligence and by federal law enforcement in order to destroy their political opponents so they can have eternal power. So the Uniparty can forever reign in this country, and that's what they tried to do with Donald Trump. And what we are seeing now is finally the reckoning with John Durham of this entire criminal conspiracy And he's starting at the bottom, and he's going big, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start with what Devin Nunes, a a high-up-ranking member of the Intelligence Committee, has to say about this trial and how it could potentially bring down the entire DNC. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden. This was a bombshell statement Devin Nunes made yesterday. Have a listen. You should be paying attention at this point. See, my guess is that Sussman is is probably betting well he has kind of two ways to go he can bet his life on a dc jury which is probably going to be favorable to him maybe he'll maybe he'll get off we've seen what they've done to to others um or he would have to give up the goods on all of these cast of characters which would take down the entire dnc the clinton campaign possibly even obama and biden himself um, and these dirty cops at doj because we know there were top-level people at DOJ and FBI that clearly were involved in this, um, and so I, I think Sussman has probably had to weigh that: what's the, you know, you know, where, what are his best chances? Um, and I guess right now he thinks his best chances with the DC jury because. So where are we now? Where are we now? There's a lot of people saying a lot of things. There's been a lot of bluster, but we thought we would spit the cold hard facts this morning about where we are as it pertains to the Durham investigation, what has happened, and what will potentially happen in the future. So here, ladies and gentlemen, we have assembled for you what we know, where this trial is going to go, And what may be the potential results? What are the end games here for John Durham? Ladies and gentlemen, there is more footage of Bigfoot Online than there has been of John Durham. He is a deeply secretive and serious man who was appointed by Bill Barr quietly as special counsel in October 2020 after assessing the then U.S. attorney to investigate the origins and conduct of the Trump-Russia inquiry in May of 2019. The years long effort dismissed by Democrats as being tainted by politics and heralded by former president Trump and his allies as pulling the curtain back on Russia's witch hunt. It appears to be affirming that many of the biggest collusion claims can be traced back to a single origin. The 2016 Hillary Clinton campaign and democratic operatives. Did you know that not since the pandemic, have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month. Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I. Invested for the first time last month, and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold, and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end, every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value, gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. What do we know about Michael Sussman? The indictment of Michael Sussman came last September. Sussman is 57 years old. He was charged in concealing his clients Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign and tech executive one known as the new star executive Rodney Joffe, from the FBI's general counsel, James Baker, when he presented himself an internet data that suggested the secret back channel between Trump and Russia's alpha bank during the 2016 meeting, Durham and Sussman build the FBI meeting to the Clinton campaign with the description, work and communications regarding confidential project. Sussman, who also helped the DNC handle his responses in 2016 during its hack, denies wrongdoing, pleading not guilty, and unsuccessfully calling upon the judge to dismiss the case, even relying in part on legal analysis by fired FBI agent Peter Strzok. Woof. So, ladies and gentlemen, the core of the case is this in his own text messages, Michael Sussman lied to the FBI. He indicted himself here. He implicated himself here in this crime. You cannot lie to the FBI. You cannot lie to federal investigators. It's a crime. And so when we have a situation where there is a lie put down in writing, that being that Hillary Clinton's lawyer, was walking into the FBI as part of a greater overall conspiracy theory to plant damaging information on Donald Trump so that there would be a reverse effect because what was happening currently was that the FBI was investigating Hillary Clinton and her use of a private server in order to protect herself and the leaks from the DNC that were catastrophic as they pertain to Hillary Clinton's private server. This was damaging to Hillary. And so you present the wrap-up smear. We've played it a million times for you, but Nancy Pelosi, from the mouth of Nancy Pelosi to your ears, the wrap-up smear is when you create a falsehood about your political enemy, and then you merchandise it to the press, and then you point to it as the evidence that the press reported it. That's the wrap-up smear. Hillary Clinton was engaging precisely in this dirty game. And now there's a federal crime involved, where her lawyer, who said to have been merely presenting himself as a little schoolgirl, right? Clutching her, clutching her books and, with her little knapsack in a little dress, Michael Sussman, pranced into the FBI in order to hand over the dirty dossier, the lie, the Alpha Bank lie about Donald Trump, that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. He handed that to the FBI and he was, in fact, billing the Clinton campaign at the same time for doing that. It's a conspiracy. And he was lying. And this is what John Durham is saying, that this lie is what motivated the FBI to investigate Donald Trump. And of course, that's how you get the Mueller investigation. And that's how you get an entire news cycle about Donald Trump being a Russian stooge for three and a half years the damage that that did to the president is you're unable to quantify or qualify it. Where would we be as a country without the Russian collusion smear, without the dossier? Where would we be as a country without this? These people are truly evil. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem, however, in this case. And as we reviewed it, I got to tell you, it's something that we wish Durham had done. He's a very smart man, but I don't know if this is his smartest move. Christopher Cooper is the judge. This judge knows Michael Sussman and he had professional acquaintances with Sussman. And this judge had a, has a wife currently who represented former FBI lawyer, Lisa Page, since she was fired in 2018. Despite these ties, so this judge is also an Obama appointee, despite these ties, Durham did not push for the judge's recusal. He should have. He should have probably brought this case outside of Washington, D.C., the swamp, and in some place like, I don't know, Maryland or Virginia or Florida. We'll get to that in a moment. Cooper appointed by Obama in 99 and Merrick Garland, who's now the attorney general, officiated his wedding. I don't know, man. Seems like the fix is in with this judge. We'll see. And the judge has been pretty harsh to John Durham. Let's talk about some of these battles. The FBI general counsel, James Baker, who left the FBI in 2018, uh, was hired as deputy counsel at Twitter, of course, (laughs) will be called by Durham. James Baker is key to all of this because James Baker is the person who met with Hillary Clinton's lawyer. James Baker is the person who received this fake information about Donald Trump. And we can say that it's fake because, quite frankly, everyone has said it's fake. Even the FBI and even the special counsel Robert Mueller has said that it's fake. Baker defended the Trump Russia investigation and was involved in the sign-off process of at least one of the flawed FISA acts against Carter Page, who denied any wrongdoing. And now carter page is suing the fbi and michael flynn is suing the fbi and the federal government for multi-millions as they should they had their lives destroyed by these scum sussman's lawyers said that their clients met with the fbi to pass along information that raised national security questions to provide a tip provide a tip isn't that interesting how the providing of the tip cuts against the political client that michael sussman was currently working for right so It's very easy to provide a tip to law enforcement when it's going to destroy the person that Hillary Clinton is running against Donald Trump and destroy him. It it did. It didn't stop him from winning the election, but ladies and gentlemen, consider a world without the Russian collusion hoax. Where would we be right now? Would we have flying cars? Would we have streets paved with gold? Who knows? Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see... Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet. and It's why we are So thrilled to be partnering with RightForge.com. RightForge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why BennyJohnson.com is hosted by RightForge. RightForge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge. and We encourage you to go to RightForge.com. That's RightForge.com and talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. RightForge.com. But I have a Firm feeling that Donald Trump would have been a far more effective president and that perhaps he would be president right now. We can only imagine because the Russia collusion hoax did happen and it happened because Sussman did make false statements to the FBI and the false statements are indicted in this trial. There have been a battle over notes and this is a very important point as it pertains to where John Durham is going. So John Durham wants to get notes... From the Clinton campaign as they pertain to Michael Sussman and notes from fusion GPS and the law firm that was he was working for all of these entities colluding in order to present this information. This judge has allowed some of the notes to go to John Durham, but hasn't allowed him to present them during trial. Again, this judge does seem to be egregiously biased. He knows Michael Sussman. His wife has worked against Donald Trump and this judge was appointed by Barack Obama. We'll see how it goes. So the notes from the general counsel, James Baker at the FBI say that Michael Sussman was working for Hillary Clinton, he said that he's not doing this for any client and no specific client, but stating that Sussman himself wrote down that I'm coming to you on my own, not on behalf of any client or company. And I want to help the Bureau during handwritten notes in the meeting of 2017 by associate deputy director general Tisha Garau, said the attorney, Michael Sussman, they put that in quote, brought to the FBI on behalf of his clients. Noting that he was acting, Assistant Attorney General Mary Cord said the attorney brought to James Baker did not say who the client was. So there's major conflicting evidence here, all of it bad for Michael Sussman. I know it gets confusing. These things tend to get confusing because they want to obscure what their intentions are here. That's why you call it a criminal Conspiracy. Michael Sussman was working for Hillary Clinton. He was being told to do this by the Hillary Clinton campaign. And then he was lying to the FBI. Even the FBI in their own notes have conflicting notes about what he was doing there. Very, very strange that a man with this type of connections to Hillary Clinton would be coming in with this type of bombshell documentation. Where the hell did he get it? Well, now we move on to tech executive one. The special counsel said tech executive one who we now know as Robert Jaffe, exploited his access to non-public or proprietary internet data and tasked researchers to mine internet data to establish an interference narrative tying Trump to Russia. Durham said that Jaffe indicated that he was doing this to please certain VIPs on the Clinton campaign. Jaffe enlisted the assistance of researchers at Georgia Tech who were receiving and analyzing large amounts of internet data in connection with the pending federal government cybersecurity research contact, the defense advanced research projects, according to Durham. So this is where you get the allegation of spying, and this is where you get the allegation that this campaign was essentially colluding with various government organizations to take down Donald Trump. We'll get to that in a moment. Mark Eilis and the Clinton campaign. Mark Eilis, who is the scumbag attorney that attempts to rig elections on behalf of Democrats and does, well, a pretty good job of it, quite frankly, last year started his own law firm, the Eilis Group and the Clinton campaign's general counsel hired the opposition researcher firm Fusion GPS, which hired Steele in 2016. Eilis testified that he was aware of Fusion's plans to have Steele brief reporters during the 2016 contest. He met with Steele in 2016 and periodically briefed the campaign about the findings from Fusion GPS and Steele. Fusion GPS was essentially a research or dossier team that hired Christopher Steele In order to put together the dossier. It gets so confusing, but it's pretty simple in its core elements. I'm not a particularly intelligent person, but it's very easy to break this stuff down. The Hillary Clinton campaign, just like every other campaign, uses contractors for certain things. They contract out certain things and they contracted out the writing of the dossier to a guy named Christopher Steele working with an an organization called Fusion GPS. And the Hillary Clinton chief lawyer, Mark Eilis, had a ton of contact with them. Fusion GPS and its Clinton campaign defenders claim the firm was hired to provide legal advice, but Durham says the evidence clearly show that they were conducting opposition research. Durham pointed out that Fusion's collusion claims were pushed to the media, State Department, Justice Department, and Congress, which resulted in numerous media articles before and after the 2016 election. Fusion drafted one of the white papers Sussman gave Baker. Now, what do we know about all this in totality? Is that the relationship between the Clinton campaign and Fusion GPS was a big lie. And that they have been fined for this hundreds of thousands of dollars, actually, by the Federal Elections Commission. The Federal Election Commission fined Hillary Clinton hundreds of thousands of dollars along with the DNC because they lied on their federal documentation about their relationship. And so this is Not just plain as day to someone like me, who calls myself a conservative and runs conservative commentary and talk show, but it's plain as day to the Federal Elections Commission, the white bread, dry as toast group of dorks who presumably run our federal elections. They do a very poor job of it. And so these people are stating that Hillary Clinton lied. Boy, how bad is it really? Well, they're fining Hillary Clinton. And that is indeed the proof that you need to see that this is a greater overall conspiracy. The selection of D.C. jury begins on Monday with dozens of potential jurors arriving at the federal courthouse. The jury questionnaire asked them dozens of questions, including links that they may have to the prosecution, defense, judge, potential witnesses. Maybe they should have asked the judge, Chris Cooper, what links he has would have been nice. I think this judge is biased. He has biased already in rulings against Uh, John Durham, not allowing him to present evidence at the trial and not allowing him to present evidence, which I think is really damning of the Russian collusion fabrication. So he's not, he's going to limit what Durham can say about how there was no Russian collusion. I think that's extremely important and crucial to this case, but here we are. Each potential juror will also be asked if anyone close to them had any connection to any group that was investigated or made inquiry into the Russian interference of the 2016 election, Donald Trump's relationship with Russia, federal government's investigation of Russian collusion. Okay, so they're trying this in the federal courthouse in Washington, D.C. I'm very familiar with this courthouse, the courthouse you see on TV all the time. Why are they doing it in D.C.? I think that that is a major mistake. It would have been nice for them to bring it anywhere else, D.C. I think I was probably the only person who voted for Donald Trump in D.C. in the 2020 election. It was like when you registered as a Republican and voted for Trump, people gasped at my polling place. Uh, My wife and I may make up like the 1% of D.C. that voted for Trump. I'm not sure how you're going to get a fair jury pool here. And I, I don't know. But I suppose John Durham must be extremely confident in overwhelming evidence against Michael Sussman in the Clinton campaign. And he may, may, just may be moving to make this a much bigger play. This, according to Cash Patel, who was a high level. Pentagon appointee, Department of Defense appointee, intelligence appointee for the Trump administration, and has just been on a terror recently with a number of allegations against Joe Biden and is truly like the deep state slayer. Kash Patel knows more than most about how this operation worked. He went on our friend Charlie Kirk's show to examine what Durham is doing here and where he may be going. And we thought this was extremely interesting. Have a listen.
1: What yeah. So like, that? look, a mob case, right? Everybody's seen Godfather or whatever. When you go after the top guys in the mafia in New York, you go, after the, from, first, you go right? after the bag man. You go after the bagman. man. You go after the money guy. You go after the guy who drove them around. And then when you convict those guys, the guys up top know he's convicted. He's facing federal prison. And 99.9% of the time, those guys facing federal prison are like, Especially a, a, a career corrupt DOJ official like Michael Sussman is like, I don't want to go to prison.
0: No, no, I know. But then is there a moment in between conviction and sentencing where they go to the government and cooperate?
1: Or, I've had it happen all the time. Oh, okay, so but, talk about that. Yeah. So in
0: federal court, because the judge does the sentencing,
1: right? Right. The judge does the sentencing. But in federal court, it's a little different than state court. That sentencing, say Michael Sussman's convicted next week, right? Okay, the trial ends. I
0: think Michael, conceivable.
1: Yeah, right. His sentencing won't happen for three months after that. Is that right? Yeah, there's a whole stage. So there's a whole back and forth between the government and the defense that goes on about what he should be sentenced to, what he shouldn't be sentenced to. And there's all these legalese and boring stuff that happens. But in that time, me as a public defender, I've gone to the government having lost big cartel cases. And I've said, "Okay, we lost. Uh, Just kidding. I need help. (laughs) And my guy's like, I don't wanna to go to prison for 50 years. I'm like, well, you better give the government something. And you have room to negotiate in that Oh, state. is that right? So
0: then you as the government will say, your honor, even though we just prosecuted this guy successfully, he has been helpful in the last 90 days, we recommend a shortened
1: he sentence. Could, he, yeah, he, they could do that. The other thing is, your honor, we convicted him. We gave him an opportunity to cooperate. He said, no, he's a guilty person, max him out.
0: So this is clearly the play, Cash Patel echoing Devin Nunez this morning, also stating that the play here is the RICO conspiracy. What is a RICO conspiracy? It means racketeering and criminal organization is what RICO stands for. Racketeering, implementation, criminalizing organization. This is how you are able to wrap up the mob. You are squeezing the underlings, the muscle, the people who actually do the crimes, all right? So it was crime to lie to the FBI, and what they are doing is they're squeezing Sussman, and they get a guilty verdict against Sussman, and then they're able to get Sussman to plead out and to say, who is it up the chain that actually led to him doing this criminal activity? Because when you're at the top of a mafia organization, it's not Don Coleone or not, a, I mean, you yeah, know, not a huge mob, I, I, name, mob boss, famous mob boss, right? In America, it's not them going out and committing the murder or the crime or the Coke deals or whatever. It's often not the mob boss. It's not Marlon Brando. It is the underlings who are committing those crimes. Maybe they get caught. Maybe they get put in jail and the RICO laws allow if those birds sing, if the ones who are in jail start turning on the mob, well, then it goes all the way up the chain and you can get eventually to the deputies and the agents and the generals who are giving the orders all the way up to the top crime boss. And so you're able to get some of the larger and largest crime busts and mob busts in American history in the 80s 90s, through this system, Rudy Giuliani was the person in charge of a lot of that. There's an awesome documentary on Netflix about it. Um, I can't remember what the name of it is. Gangs of New York is not what the name of it is. But it's uh, a fantastic, fantastic documentary. Rudy Giuliani was the master of this. We'll see if that's what they're doing. But that's what smart people are saying is happening. They're going to get Sussman. He's going to take the fall and then they're going to try and get him to sing and talk about the people who are giving him the orders to do this in order to get him to plead out. So they're turning rat against rat. We can only hope that it has the proper effect. And there are plenty of rats running through the swamp in Washington, D.C. Let's see if these rats turn on each other. We can only pray. And we do certainly pray for justice. The tips of justice, the scales of justice are beginning to turn, we believe, on the side of right. And the side of righteousness. We are seeing an underworld exposed throughout this country. That is why you hear the demon screams from everyone, from pro abortion protesters in the streets to those people at Twitter who have bungled so horribly their purchase. Elon Musk, man, confirming just moments ago on Twitter that indeed his purchase uh, was, his purchase offer is exposing. Precisely what Twitter was doing over many many years, which is fraud fraud to the FEC because Twitter is a publicly traded company They have to give insights into how their company is run how many users they have how much money are they making? Where are they spending that money? They have to give that insight for them to be listed on the stock exchange and for you know regular old Joe like me to go dink, there you go. I bought some Twitter stock you have to be able to show that you are a company that is being run even remotely ethically To lie to the Federal Exchange Commission is a big no-no. That's precisely what Enron did. And so Elon Musk is right now pushing Twitter to see how many bots it has, how many fake accounts are on Twitter. Now, this is causing a panic inside of Twitter, which says they have less than 5% fake accounts doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Why would you even allow 5%? But Musk is saying it's more around 20 or 25%. And Musk is saying his deal can't go through until they are able to verify this with data. Well, ladies and gentlemen, something that was verified with hard coded data yesterday was the project Veritas sting on Twitter itself. A Twitter employee, saying that Twitter does not believe in free speech and that they are commie as F. I'll let you fill in the blank there. Project Veritas was able to get a Twitter engineer to admit that the social media giant has a strong left-wing bias and routinely censors conservative. Siru Murgisan is his name. He was recorded as saying this company culture is extremely far left and that the workers are commie as F. He says that they hate, 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 hate Elon Musk's takeover bid. And I think I know why. The reason why they hate it is because Twitter was a tool of the left. The purpose of Twitter is to astroturf. And what I mean by that is to fake accounts. I am a person who gained 100,000 plus followers in a matter of days when Elon Musk's acquisition was announced. Now, why is that? Why is someone like Barack Obama losing 300,000 followers? And why is someone like me gaining 100,000 followers? What type of voodoo do they have going on behind the scenes in the algorithm? Did I actually have this following? And were they hiding it from me? Were they just allowing them to be visible? That's what I personally believe. I don't think 100,000 people suddenly decided to join the platform and follow me, Tim Pool, Charlie Kirk, and all the rest. Why did Barack Obama lose hundreds of thousands of followers? Hillary Clinton, hundreds of thousands of followers. AOC, hundreds of thousands of followers. Because the purpose of Twitter was to manufacture consensus for the left. The purpose of Twitter was to fake a universe, a metaverse, if you will, of communists winning. Communism will win, is what they like to say inscribed on their hats and on their little heart pins. They are not winning. But Twitter, run and stricken through completely with communists, have decided that they were going to utilize their platform as a psyop, as an operation to make you believe that there was a manufactured fake consensus that Barack Obama was 300,000 more people popular than he actually is. That AOC was popular, that Hillary Clinton is popular, that anyone in their right mind would decide to follow pudding brain Joe Biden and watch the tapioca pablum that comes out, pecked out away from his staff through his Twitter account, ask Joe Biden to send a tweet. Do it. Hey, Joe Biden, send a tweet. See what happens. Dentures would come flying out. Chomp up the phone. No, ladies and gentlemen, and Project Veritas demonstrated this in real time, in living color. They demonstrated that what Twitter is, is a psyop. It's a fake public relations firm that is utilizing free speech, free speech, the illusion of free speech, to actually create a manufactured universe that the, that the left is somehow in charge or in control of anything in this country and are more popular than the right. When the reality is actually true, the opposite of that reality, uh, forgive me, is actually true. Whereas Project Veritas, even though they are banned on Twitter, trends weekly. Where videos like this can have four or five million views and you get an account like the New York Times, which has 53 million followers, and they can't get the same type of engagement as James O'Keefe. When was the last time the New York Times trended? James O'Keefe trends every week and he's banned. Who has a real following? Who has real influence? Let me ask you that. And what if Twitter was actually unleashed to be fair? And we would never advocate for the banning of the other side, or for the uh, suppression of the other side, or for the inflation of us. What we would ask for is a level playing field, and Project Veritas is providing that in their new bombshell reporting, proving precisely what we have known for a very long time. Twitter is a left-wing psyop for communists to project the power of their worldview, fake the power of their worldview. And to intimidate the rest of us, and it's all coming crashing down. Watch this bombshell video; you'll be shocked.
1: What do you
0: want?
1: We weren't really operating on capital; it's <laughs> more about race, social stuff. We're all like communist uh it
0: doesn't make sense like because we're actually censoring the right
1: and not the left. Because everyone on the right wing will be like, Bro, it's okay to say, just gotta tolerate it. Okay. The left will be like, no, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need a
0: sensor Or else I'm not gonna be in contact. So it does go right? It's true. I don't know if the two parties can truly coexist on one platform.
1: What do your colleagues say about like?
0: I hate it. Oh my
1: god, I'm at least like okay with it, but some of my colleagues are like super left-left, left-left-left. What do uh, they say? They're, they're like, this to be my last yeah. day if it happens. And, uh, has much changed since like Elon coming out? A lot has changed. A lot has changed. We're all like worried for a dog. Why are you guys so worried though?
0: You know, Job is a a like, I Twitter I, <laughs> I think it's just like the environment. Like you, are there, and you become like. Yeah. Um, you you know, don't know. Did it all to like revolt you know, against it? A lot of police. Oh, okay. Twitter is commie as f. I wasn't even left wing, and then I joined Twitter, and suddenly I became a communist. Hmm. What does that tell you about how they're utilizing this platform as a weapon? against free speech, against the reflection of real America. They are taking a country that believes in God, believes in freedom, believes in liberty, and they are using Twitter as a weapon against us to manufacture fake popularity for leftism, communism, and fake followers for the left, and then to ban, censor, or eliminate entirely the right. Ladies and gentlemen, it wouldn't be the first time that communists have attempted to eliminate entirely the people who stand in their way. They've had various ways of doing that in the past. They've had the Great Leap Forward. They've had Stalin's Red Purge. They've had fascism in Germany, and they have delighted in eliminating or in blocking up people who stand in their way in this country or just deleting them entirely from the public town square, as Elon Musk calls it, twitter.com. And so this is a situation that is crucial to get to the bottom of. And James O'Keefe, of course, got there. Let it be known, (laughs) if you are a four foot tall software engineer and a super hot girl is really interested in you, that hot girl is James (laughs) O'Keefe. As Austin Peterson tweeted last night, the sophomore the software engineer at Twitter said that he does not believe in free speech and that joining the company turned him left wing and into a communist. His comments come amid a firestorm at Twitter as staff fear that they will be axed or stopped from censoring certain content when the Tesla billionaire takes over. Musk has vowed to return the platform to a safe space for users to post what they want, as well as defeat the spam bots and authenticate all humans. Meanwhile, he fueled speculations that he could seek to negotiate paying less for the social media giant because they are fake. He says that 20% of the accounts on Twitter are fake. And why wouldn't they be? There is no authentication process to confirm that you are indeed a human being, Yet they take people like ALX on our staff. They take members of our team here at Team Benny and they kick them off the platform for what reason? Hmm, inauthentic behavior. That's right. So they'll allow Barack Obama to have hundreds of thousands of fake followers or they will themselves just manufacture followers out of nothing. And then they'll kick off conservatives who have quick-growing, massive followings. ALX, the producer of this show and the producer of our Newsmax show, The Benny Report, was kicked off Twitter for nothing. Zero. Nothing. And has never been allowed back on the platform. We say free ALX. We have said it every month and every week since he was wrongfully kicked off two years ago. And now what are you starting to see? The covering up of war crimes. That's right. Every regime that knows it's in collapse begins to cover up their war crimes so that they won't be exposed to the world. And you're starting to see banned accounts come back online. We'll see when they bring back ALX. But to this date, they have not free ALX. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody who wishes they were free from bad news is not ALX. He has a. A spine of steel. ALX can take bad news. But Joe Biden can't. Joe Biden wishes he was free from bad news. And the baddest news that you can possibly get as a president is that you're the most unpopular president in American history. Fresh approval ratings show that Joe Biden has just a 39% approval rating. Yikes. Listen to Chuck Todd say this with gritted teeth and veins bulging out of his head. Watch. voters' views about the economy begin to harden in an election year around May. That theory holds Democrats are in some serious trouble right now because in our new NBC News poll, just 16% say the country's headed in the right direction, while a whopping 75% say we're on the wrong track. In fact, that wrong track number has been 70-plus for seven months, which in the past has signaled big losses for the governing party. President Biden's numbers have hit a new low. Only 39% approve of his job performance against 56% who disapprove. In fact, the president has now become as unpopular as Donald Trump in this poll. NBC News poll released on Sunday shows Biden's job approval rating has plunged to a fresh low of 39% and America's approval of the job he's doing at 56% disapproval, 56% disapproval. This represents the lowest mark of his presidency and puts him within striking range of being the most unpopular president in American history. And again, these are NBC news polls. These are fake polls run by fake people who don't know how to index Republicans. But there is a number that we are sure of. Absolutely. We think that Joe Biden's number is much lower. We do know that there is a number that is much higher than Joe Biden's approval rating. And that is the number of times that the gas prices have reached an all-time high in this country. Gas prices reached all-time highs on Monday, As Biden administration continues its failure to take responsibility for rising gas prices, this from Breitbart.com, a national average of regular gas prices rose to $4 and 48 cents on Monday, reflecting a roughly 15 cent increase over last week. According to AAA, the prices have risen over 40 cents during the last month. The national average for regular is also well over $1 and 40 cents more than it was one year ago. How's that building back better for you? Nobody's going to buy this anymore. There's not a single thing that could possibly make somebody vote for the Democrat Party in the coming midterm elections. I think that most Democrats will just simply not vote out of protest. I think things have gone so terribly that they will simply hold their nose and say, I refuse to vote. That's right. They will simply hold their nose and say to hell with it. We're not going to support these people who didn't support us. Everyone is, a people are logical human beings and you can't say that the Democrat Party has done anything for you. No one can list an accomplishment. Somebody listed, oh, the infrastructure bill, got it. We'll see exactly what happens in 2022 and 2024, but there's one thing we know for certain, Dr. Fauci will not be (laughs) in office. Fauci has said that he will resign if Trump was reelected in the most joyous news we've heard in a very, very long time Dr. Fauci, rat king, rat doctor, take it away. If Trump were to return to the White House as president um, and COVID is still a threat or there's some other public health emergency, would you have confidence in his ability? Uh, would you have confidence in his ability to deal with the pandemic of, of this nature? Would you want to stay on in your post? Uh well, no to the second uh, uh, question. Uh,
1: the, <laughs> the first question. I think is, I knew the answer. Know, it, uh, I had to ask you. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: if, if you look at the history of what the response was during the administration, I think, you know, at best you could say it
0: wasn't optimal. And I think just history will, will speak for itself. Shut up. I'm so sick of hearing from that guy. I'm so sick of hearing from Dr. Fauci. Shut up. Please. And while you're at it, never speak again to anyone, not even your own family, not even the rats that you live with in whatever hovel you live in. You are a diseased and decrepit figure. You should be in prison. You should absolutely be locked up for the lies you have told to the American people. And we deeply and thoroughly look forward to Congress investigating your ass rat ass. This guy is indeed one of the worst creatures in American political history and he is going down and we're very excited about it. That is the one pledge that I think all Republicans have said that they will be thoroughly and fully investigating Dr. Fauci and his life will become a living hell. Wait for Dr. Fauci to see the results in 2022 and then resign immediately. That's exactly what's going to happen. You have no doubt it's what's going to happen. But till then, we're happy for that soundbite because it's number one Uh, number one piece of content that you could possibly play in a Republican attack ad for 2022 or 2024. If you don't want Dr. Fauci in charge of your life, if you don't want the rat doctor, rat king in charge of your life, well, then elect the MAGA king, right? Very simple. Fits on a bumper sticker? Slap it on the back of my car. No rat king, MAGA king. Pro-MAGA king, anti-rat king. Dr. Fauci. The the gift that keeps on giving. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are very, very excited about the future. We are indeed. And it's not just because Dr. Fauci is leaving office, uh, presumably after Republicans take control and begin to make his life a living hell. And it's not even that the Durham trial is finally ongoing. We are excited because we are watching victories across the nation, school boards being won. Mothers and fathers taken to the street to protect their children Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned talk about protecting children and We are watching victories for Families and for freedom in the state of Florida where we live and all across America We're getting a Republican party with a spine people are disgusted by Mitch McConnell traveling to Ukraine but not traveling to see the baby food shortage or the border people are disgusted by the bushy and feeble, weak and limp wristed Republicans that have so often sold us out. And we are so encouraged by the new populist and nationalist brand of America first, America first. It's not a movement of one man. It's a movement of all of us. And we are delighted, ladies and gentlemen, because we are seeing the ascendancy of America first first. God family country is what we care about in this movement. And we are so excited, ladies and gentlemen, to watch the unfolding of a new brand, the new right, the fighters, the people who are ready to go, ladies and gentlemen, toe to toe with the people who want to destroy this place. It's not theirs to destroy. They didn't build it. These little communists at Twitter, the people who are destroying your gas prices, the people who are who have 39% approval rating, those people didn't build anything. They didn't save anything or make anything in this country. They just wish to destroy it. We're going to stop them. We're going to stop them on this on this show, ladies and gentlemen, and in this community. And we thank you for watching. We know that we are free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show. Again, thank you for watching.